Amen. If you're thankful for his sacrifice, come on, clap your hands. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. I will not be long tonight, but I must tell you, I do feel like preaching. So therefore, I hope this message really uh, encouraged you tonight. I had an idea. I said that we were going to start filters, filters message series. Um, but God has kind of put a halt on that for me for right now and pretty much wants me to just hear spontaneous different messages that will come, uh, that will come, Minister Donkey, Pastor, that, uh, that will come in these next few months. Are you ready? I believe that where you are, where all of us are, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you know that life can be a pain in the you know what? How many of us know that life, when life comes, when life is knocking at your door, that this thing that called life is not always seems to be fair? Life does not always seem to be fair. Life it seems to throw you curveballs in life. This week just reminded me, it, death has a way of reminding me about and, and making me go into deep thought about this whole thing called life. And here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen, tonight that what I begin to think about is experiencing life is inevitable. Things that happen in your life, you are going to face difficult things. You're going to face difficult challenges. But here is the real test of where you are. It is about how you bounce back and how you respond to its challenges when it comes on your door. Because here's what I've learned, ladies and gentlemen, that there's two types of people. People who raise up to the who come up to the party and people when the odds are knocking down at their door begin to faint. Because life has got them so heavy. Matter of fact, people begin to turn to various things, medical marijuana, and it's not even medical. People turn to various things, sex addictions and alcoholism and, and, and or people become so tied up in their work and become so busy that they would like to suppress what they're going through. Because you have different people and eventually you're going to have a mental breakdown. But ladies and gentlemen, it, is, it matters about how you deal with life when life throws a curveball. The interesting thing that I begin to learn is that God began to speak to me on Monday. He prophetically began to download into me revelation concerning these next three months. So interesting to me, he seemed to lay, he seemed to leave out the part, which would happen on Wednesday or Thursday morning. <laughs> However, to some degree, it's not, it, while it is, it definitely was a shocker. Um, to, to find out that my grandfather passed, it was a shock. It was not expected. It wasn't expected. I was, I was hearing God. He said the next three months be the greatest months of the rest of the year. I was like, well, this don't look great to me, brother. <laughs> but he said to me that he said to me that there will be things that happen in the next three months and in these next few months that is going to seem like it's going to all hit you at one time. 
I've told God's my witness. My brother is here to tell you. I've t- I told him exactly what I begin to see. I'm, you know, but I'm thinking all of this is good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And in a sense, it's still good because again, you're, you're, when somebody leaves who was a believer, they get their reward. So there's still there's still great stuff that has happened. The only part that you're dealing with is the loss of the person, of their presence. Let's get that straight. But the reality is that is the great triumph when a person has lived their life and then they get their crown. I'm using this. I'm using I'm using this to help to help you out and whatever thing that you are going through, because here's the deal. What I'm learned, what what I'm continuing to learn about this thing in life and being a believer going through this journey, because, again, we are, ladies and gentlemen, nomads journeying through this thing called life matter of fact i'm on a journey you and i are on a journey whether you are saved or unsaved ladies and gentlemen this place is not your final destination you are on a journey some people are on a journey to destruction some people quicker than others some people are on their way to uh, 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 on their way to crowns in heaven. So we are we are we have a different path that we're on our way to. But I'm telling you now, there is a way that you deal with life as a believer, and as a believer, we don't deal with life the same way that other people do because they deal with it without hope. My biggest thing with you guys tonight and all of us tonight is this: is that these next three months will be great. These next three months will be favor filled. However, when distractions and curveballs do come your way, there's two things I need you to do is stand strong. Don't get caught off guard because something catches you off guard. Just because you didn't see it coming don't mean God's promise still ain't what it is. Come on, somebody tonight. I'm telling you the truth tonight. You got to stand strong in the face of opposition. Even when things come up and it don't seem fair, it seemed like life has gave you a curveball yet again. You didn't see it coming. But the very fact of the matter is all of that comes to knock you off of your setting and to knock you off of your foundation if your foot is not on a stable place. So what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, when people do not have a foundation that's rooted in God, when life comes, they go to mental institutions, they want to commit suicide, and the reason because of that is because their foot is not on a firm foundation. That's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. That is what's going on. Here we have it in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. I don't have time to get into full detail. But here he is. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let me stop here. If I'm going to stand strong, here's the first thing that you have to understand about being a believer and walking with God. Is this, that I don't walk with God in my own power and in my own might. If you are going to stand strong, if you are going to be strong, you cannot be strong within your own strength. That's because you need God. And because without God, you can do nothing. Without God, you will be in missile institution. Without God, you will go crazy. When life comes at you, you will go insane out of your mind. And the reason why is because you're trying to get through it with your own strength. You cannot walk this thing alone. It amazes me how people feel like they can go through life 
life with um, sitting with their money. Money is great, but money can't help you when life begins to hit you. You can't pay your way to feel better. Come on, somebody. You, you can't pay to make yourself feel better. Money, money is great, don't get me wrong, but it ain't enough. It's not enough to satisfy when your life is beginning to hit because what happens when your money is stripped away from you? Oh, my God. You can't rest on that being your God. You can't rest on that being your strength. The very fact of the matter is this. My, what Paul is saying to us, he said, if you're going to walk in this light, ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand that you have to be strong in who? Not yourself, not in your ideas, not in your job, not in your intellect, but you got to be strong in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, because the Lord has a reserve of strength and a reserve of might that you do not have. But what happens when you become weak, then that means that, res that reservoir of strength that God has begins to kick in you and begins to operate and work in your life. And that's why when things do come and people recognize why you're not as down as everybody else, you why you don't look as sad as everybody else, because I got an inner strength that you don't have that's been given to me by God. The Lord is my strength. He is my strength. The, the, the fact of the matter is this, is that this, let me tell you something. You, when you've seen things happen before and when you didn't do things before, this type of stuff, while surprising, it don't throw you off your game because it don't throw you off your game because you know what to go to. You know where to go to. The Bible says I will lift up my eyes to the hills which come at my help because my help comes from the Lord. Because he is my strength and he is my, and guess what? I'm a stand in him. It doesn't make sense. Why do you give your life to someone just for you to still act like you're by yourself? Why do we, ladies and gentlemen, still put ourselves acting like we're still in this all alone? He said, finally, my brother, and be smart. This is a battle that you're in. But you have to understand, this is your training before you go in. You want to know, want to be smart, how you going to win? Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Might is this inherent power. It is this inherent power that we have, and power is the ability to carry, is to, is to carry out the might, is to exercise might. You hear me tonight? See, he said, not in the, see, when, when the angel of the Lord came, the Zerubbabel said, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, that this will, by, by my spirit, thus saith the Lord. What, what he's saying is, it's not in your own strength, and it's not going to be in your might, on your own uh, inherent uh, intellect, on your own inherent strength, or anything like that. No, it's going to be based upon me, Zerubbabel, that they're going to rebuild the wall. Ladies and gentlemen, it is based upon me 
me, ladies and gentlemen, by God, that you're going to get through what you're going through, that you are going to see victory even while you're in what you're in. It is in me. And guess what? When you're in me, then you got the power to then use the might that I already given you and begin to exercise it because you are in me. Hallelujah. Somebody's come on. Shout out. Stand strong. Stand strong. You got to stand strong. You got to be strong in the Lord. Come on. Oh, my God. When life comes at you and guess what? It's okay to feel a little feel a little discouraged. It's okay to feel like, oh, my God, here we go again. It's okay to feel like, oh, my God, how can I get through this? But here is what happens when you feel that way. You got to bring back into your mind. And guess what? I'm going to be strong in the Lord. See, you got to get bold when life come knocking at your door who the heck you think i am i ain't nobody's punk i ain't laying down for this god is my rock and my salvation who shall i be afraid preach friend and i think i will Shout hallelujah jesus so he says finally my brother be strong in the lord you cannot be strong without him you can try. You can try. It's okay. All of us have been through it. Hallelujah. All of us have walked. And you know, that's why some of us haven't experienced victory as we should in our lives. Because you're still trying to walk alone. God is not here for you to walk alone because... Here's the deal. When you stand strong, you're not standing strong alone. When you stand, see, here's the deal. When life comes for some people, it knocks them off their feet and they don't want to stand. Sometimes life comes, they don't want to get out of bed. Some of us have been through it. You don't want to get out of bed. You definitely don't want to go to work. I don't even like you people. I definitely don't want to go there. I definitely don't feel like eating anything. Or some people do feel like eating anything. So, I mean, like you go through all of this stuff. You, you, you're going through and, 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 and you don't feel like it because life has got you to that point. And sometimes life does feel like that. Sometimes life's obstacles and challenges can really get you so low and so down to the ground. It can happen. Matter of fact, it's been in the, in the Bible. It's been recorded. Job began to, oh my God, Job began to say to himself, why in the world was I even born? That's how life got bad for him. Is he, bad? Is he wrong for feeling the way that he feels? No. But guess what tonight? But he kept his faith in God. Hallelujah. There's Oh my God, there's so many people in the Bible. Elijah, after calling down fire on Mount Carmel, he began to run and he ran under a juniper tree and he asked God to take his life. Sometimes life can get you that low, but it gets you that low because you begin to real you begin to feel that you're alone and that God is nowhere to be found. But here's the lie of the enemy.
enemy. The lie of the enemy is to say that if God really loved you, you won't go through anything. If God really loved you, he wouldn't have you have different things happen in your life. But here's the deal that you got to understand why God says be strong in me. Because when you're strong in him, that means that he's equipping you and he's strengthening your character and he's working things out in your life that you become more like him. That means when things do come your way, you're more prepared. You're more understanding. You got more strength. You got more understanding to go to another level in your life. That's why I don't got to get that. I've seen this happen before. I've been prepared for this already because I'm going to be strong in the Lord. I'm going to walk in his strength. I'm going to walk in his power. I'm going to walk in his might because the Bible says that his grace is sufficient enough for me because he has everything I need for me to fuck pertaining to godliness and life. Ephesians 6, 14 and 15. I'm coming. Now, here's what I need you to do. Paul says, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Let me stop there. Understanding that Paul is speaking from a Roman context. What do I mean by that? Paul was a Roman. He grew up in Rome. All right. Paul is using an example of how Roman soldiers would be equipped. This is the same passage that's saying, put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the enemy. And it begins to furtherly say that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against principalities. This is the same. This is in the same verses. But there I have to keep my attention on the verse, the three verses that I'm giving to you tonight is because he's saying stand again. He's making this point again. You got to stand therefore and having girded your waist. What he's meaning by that is that before the bigger armor can come upon you there's undergarments that are uh, uh, that are underneath your armor and in order to keep your undergarments up ladies and gentlemen they needed to put a, a they needed to gird themselves that means put on uh, uh, put on your waist truth which is how having to put on the breastplate of righteousness and shod your feet with preparation of the gospel of peace so what he's saying gird your waist that means they would put a belt of truth uh, which which he's symbolizing as the belt of truth which meaning that before you put on anything else you better make sure that you got truth Oh, my God. Matter of fact, here's the deal. That's how they kept their underneath garments. good. So let me put it this way. Their underwear. They didn't have Hanes underwear that just fits so nicely on you. They didn't have any of that. So they had to make do with what they had. So their underwear was them having some cloth and keeping it underneath of them. And they put a little belt around it to keep their, their trousers up. Before they can put on anything else. Oh my God. Because that protected their abdomen. Are you hearing me tonight? So I want you to put that on. This is the first thing that we're talking about. It's truth. You can't stand strong if you don't have the truth. Here's my deal. So many people want to be believers how can you be a Christian and a believer and you never read your textbook concerning life? It's like trying to pass a test, a final, that you never studied for. Here's the deal. 
That's why when life come and hits you at the door, you ain't ready. You're not ready because you ain't reading. The enemy can come at you many ways. The Bible says that enemy comes roaring in like a lion. The Bible says that we are not deceived by the tricks and the wiles of the enemy. Don't be deceived. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in, you and I are in a spiritual battle. And if you don't know that, and the Bible tells you that already, then you already lost. I will never go into a fight that I don't think I can win. I'll never go into a battle blindsided. Oh, my God. Some people, they go into the battle in a fight, and they, they, start, they start talking and running their mouths, knowing goodness well they cannot beat them. But hopefully you're praying that the talk that you have will begin to make them intimidated that you're actually more uh, able to fight better than what you really can. So you want to make them believe that, hopefully, until you get your lights knocked out. He said, listen here, you need to gird, you, you need to stand firm, girding your waist with truth. Are you girding yourself with the word of God? Are you, are you, are you girding yourself with the word of God? Or do you have the belt of truth or do you, do you have that with you right now? That's the pre- And put it on the breastplate of righteousness. Here's the deal. I'm not going to deal so much with that, but I'm going to deal with this part. But having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Here's the deal. What that means is what this word preparation means. It means readiness. Matter of fact, the Romans would put these, these sandals on their feet because, ladies and gentlemen, to walk barefooted. Is dangerous because if you got cuts and everything like that on your feet, you open up yourself to, oh my God, you open up yourself to different wounds and infections. And so when you get in under attack, how in the world can you run and your feet are messed up? saying that you need to put the you need to put you need to put on these shoes and, the, and be pre- prepared so you can be mobile you got to be ready you got to be ready because here when he come running at you you got to be ready to run back at him here's the deal i don't run away from the devil i run him he run away from me there's two different places. I don't run from him. He run from me. I don't run from, here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, some people, you run away from life. I don't run when life come. I run to it and say, here I am. I ain't going nowhere. And I'm going to beat this like I beat everything else. And I'm going on to see what the end's going to be. Because the kingdom of God is meant for people who can move forward. The people who can move behind are not fit for the kingdom of God. Here's the reality, ladies and gentlemen. You got to be prepared. You got to be, because here's the deal. You need to have your foot being on a, oh my God, planted in a solid foundation. For the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is what you stand on. That's why you got to gird yourself with truth. And that's why you need to shut your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Because when you see the gospel, you begin to feel the peace that it gives you. And it begins to meet you. For my, my 
God. He says, peace I leave with you. Not of the world, but how do you know that unless you read the word? How else do you know? How else do you know that in this life you will have trouble? But the Bible says to take heart. That's peace. That's peace that I have. And when I have my shoes guarded and planted on the rock of the word of God, I will not be moved. Don't tell me that life can move you off your foot. It may try to take you off your balance. It may try to take you off. You may get a little wobbly and your legs may be feeble. But thank God who teaches my hands how to war and how to shine. Jesus, I praise you tonight. He said, I teach your hands how to war. I strengthen your feeble knees. Because guess what? When you got your head, your feet rooted and planted in God, it don't matter. You'll be like a tree planted by the river. Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of you, life is about to get really good. Even when stuff is going on, it's about to get really good for you. It's about to look really blessed. Because you want to know why? Because I still got the promise of God. I still got his word over my life. And guess what? My future is secured. Because my preparation is ready. It's ready. Shout out, stand strong. Stand strong. Stand strong. You got to stand strong. I'm telling you, life is going to come. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And guess what? It seemed to be like things seem to be all going well. But sometimes what's life can treat, send things at you that are unexpected. But okay, it's unexpected. Your heart may break. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen, that you begin to rest on the word of God that said, he's near to the broken heart you begin to see if you don't know that life will be seem overwhelmed for you if you don't know what it says you'll feel like there's no hope for you but i'm so glad when the script oh my god that this hope that i have will not be disappointed that oh my god i've got a solid foundation my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness i dare not trust the sweetest prayer but holy Lead on Jesus' name. I got a hope and I got a future all of my life. Stand strong. Jesus. He said that with the preparation of the gospel. He said, I'm of the preparation. I want your feet to be mobile. You got to be able to run. Hallelujah. If the little, oh my God, how can you run with the horsemen? If the little foot soldiers are getting on your nerves. If the foot soldiers, how can you run with the horsemen? God is preparing you to run with the horsemen. God is preparing you to run with the big dogs. To run with companies. To run, oh my God, to run on with life. You can't be worried about this little foot soldier. This little thing called death that want I knock on people's door eventually will come but I ain't gonna let it take me out because I seen it before and guess what this time ain't no different because if God saw me through then he'll see me through now shout glory here's the deal let me tell you a little something my grandfather he 
And I'm only sharing this with you so you can understand how you got to see life for the next three months. Because while you got a promise of favor, there's still going to be some stuff to try to throw you off. Here's what I'm telling you. My grandfather said this. You can experience as much as loss as I have, but you can't stop living. You can't stop living. This man's gone through. He went through a lot in his life. He saw a lot of things, experienced his parents being taken from him at an early age. Begin that he buried two children, and he also buried his wife. He's all he done all he's 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 gone through various different things, and it still didn't beat him. Matter of fact, nothing really took him out, honestly. So the real reality is this. The real reality is this. What I've learned from him is that even in the race, that's why standing strong is very important. Because even in this race called life, you can't stop living. You got to keep moving and you can't keep moving in depression. But you got to move with life. Because God gave you this life to live abundantly. God gave you this life to live it more abundantly. I came tonight to tell you over your life tonight, you got to stand strong. I know it may seem a little weary right now. Yes, it ain't always peachy cream, but the very fact of the matter is this, on the other side of everything, you may not see it now, but on the other side is a blessing that you have no room enough to receive, and I decree and declare over TCF, there is a blessing on the other side in these next three months. God is going to show you, God is going to open up doors that this little light affliction only seem like little stuff to you but there's a glory on the other side come on encourage somebody stand strong stand strong there's glory on the other side there's glory on the other side there's glory on the other side stand strong in the liberty tonight and when Christ has set you Christ has set you free you got to stand strong you can't be alone. You got to stand strong. You got to be strong in the power of his mind. Gird yourself, shut your feet, put some sands, put some shoes on. Put your shoes on and stand on the word of God. Don't don't be see here's the problem. Many people are trying to stand on a foundation that is not steady. That's why your feet will get moved up from underneath you when nothing is steady. The word of God is the only steady thing you will have in your life. Your money not even steady. Even if you got great, your money always fluctuates. Even if it's increasing or going down or staying the same. It's not ever this, it's not a, the only steady thing you have in your life is God. The Lord Jesus Christ. The reality is this. You and I may face battles in your life, but you don't face these battles alone. Because when you stand strong, God stands strong with you. And guess what? No matter what, you will overcome. That's why Jesus said, you take heart. I wouldn't have told you this if it wasn't so. <laughs> I wouldn't have told you this if it was not so. Jesus is not a man that he shall lie. Now the son of man that he shall repent. The reality is this, ladies and gentlemen, stand strong. TCF, I'm telling you now, stand strong. You may be saying, Pastor, you done said stuff over this church and it still hasn't happened. Stand strong. Don't you get weary. October, 
November, December. December 31st, we're going to celebrate. This Thursday, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate all year long. Ain't nothing taking my celebration. Because I don't got nothing to be depressed about. I don't got nothing to be mad about. I'm going to celebrate. And I'm going to stand strong. Come on, hug somebody and say, stand strong. Stand strong. Don't worry about it. God has your back. God has your back. You're not in this alone. You're not in this alone. You are not, you and I are not in this alone. Hallelujah. God is a good God. God is a good God. Come on, God is a good God.